0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed-indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: Hello there my very good friends on today's wrestling news we're going to talk about some AEW creative frustrations I've got a major update on Brian Danielson's AEW future, a former WWE champions contract expires before Wrestlemania,
2: and what WWE really thinks of this Smackdown tag team, I'm
1: Adam Wilborn and I'm Andy Murray, and this is the spooky news yes, stabbiest news team in the game you got it's Halloween yeah. so we've gotta, we'll kill you. yeah, <laughs> projected <laughs> image of Of scariness at least right let's talk about AEW creative a report came through it was actually yesterday afternoon but it was too late for us to talk about it yesterday so we're going to talk about it yeah it's American time isn't it it was Big Bad Dave uh, on Wrestling Observer radio talking about how AEW's creative process has changed and this sounds an awfully lot like WWE before Triple H came (laughs) along Um, I'll just read this stuff through to you Um, he noted The creative process has basically kind of become like more of a last-minute thing, um, stating that creative is now being decided at much later periods than previous, uh, adding that plans are being communicated and decisions are being made later than ever before. Sometimes people will make it to show day without even knowing what they're doing on that show. Uh, He drew a line between modern-day AEW and AWWE of previous Mm years, where it felt like we were doing a story like this every single week (laughs) on them.
2: I mean, Uh, stuff was previously planned, it's just it was all torn up by the time you got there. (laughs) Yeah,
1: by a psychopath. (laughs) Um, And he called the situation very frustrating for talent, which is understandable. Uh, Some wrestlers are still allowed input into their creative, but they aren't given, like, some people aren't given like a clear long-term direction. It's not communicated to them, uh, meaning that they can come up with ideas, but they don't know where it's ultimately going, so it's like a week-to-week confusing thing. Um, This is why, according to Meltzer, AEW shows maybe sometimes feel chaotic. Um, Now... Jerry Lynn actually responded to this. He's a AW producer and coach. He's been there since day one. Yeah, he's in Nickelback um, as well. Yeah, he is. And uh, like Nickelback, it's been a while. That's the wrong butt rock band, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Don't Google what Aaron Lewis is up to these days, Ooh. by the way. Um, so Jerry Lynn actually responded to Wrestle Purists, who had aggregated the story mm-hmm. on X. Twitter, Uh, I'll just read you Jerry Lynn's reply. Because wrestlers and God knows who else have continued to leak info to the Sheets podcast, etc. So Tony tries to keep things confidential. Uh, You wouldn't want to know everything before you see a movie. Uh, Anyone who leaks info is doing damage to the product and the industry. So when he says you wouldn't want to know everything before you see a movie some people took that as actors coming in and like not being told a script Mm. that's he clarified no like fans yeah if you're a movie goer you're not reading the wikipedia plot before you go in maybe you are i don't know but that would be weird Insane. uh yeah that would be completely unhinged um so yeah that's the whole situation look i think both of these are probably true yeah um i think you know going by jerry's reply it does sound that tony keeps a lot more to the best and maybe doesn't tell people plans until later in the show, and you can argue if that's good or bad. I would say, you know, from from a standpoint of talent fulfillment, bad. Yeah. Um, however, if he wants to stop stuff getting leaked, I guess that will work does that balance out the badness from not telling people stuff to late? I don't
2: think so. And I think this was arguably a concern as well. Like I said, WWE had this problem as well, but it was more a top-down thing that they did have teams that worked on stuff all week long. Yeah. It's just Vince would come along and decide that day. Actually, I had a dream, uh, now I hate this wrestler, um, so <laughs> things would just be ripped up on the day. I think this was a concern from the moment, less so obviously with Tony Khan when the Jacksonville Jaguars and Fulham, but I think the moment that it expanded from Dynamite to dynamite and rampage to dynamite, rampage, dark, dark elevation and collision to now Ring of Honor as well. I think it's a lot of stuff to take on and it's a lot of plates for him to be spinning.
1: It's interesting to think about how the AEW backstage environment has changed as well because Jerry Lynn's talking about people leaking stuff to media. Well, AEW in its early days was notorious for, like, nothing getting out of so that So many brilliant surprises that yeah. we knew nothing about. They kept so much stuff, like, locked down, and multiple media people have spoken about this openly, about how hard it was to get stuff out of AEW if what Jerry Lynn is tweeting is accurate and we've no reason to believe it's not he's in the company yeah. uh, we are not we're just a couple of morons on YouTube um, it sounds like people are just a lot looser with what gets out of the company so what's caused that shift why, why is that happening as much I think it's quite interesting to ponder but please let us know in the comment section below what you think about this creative frustration and also tell me your favourite misfit song because it's it's Halloween and you should, you should do that the correct answer is horror business but <laughs> there, you go, there you
2: go well sticking with AEW a major update on Brian Danielson's future with them according to Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio his contract is due to expire in... September of 2024. Uh, he signed a three-year contract with him in the summer of 2021, obviously debuting uh, <laughs> all out on the 5th of September. Um, a bit wonky. Now, of course, with the injury things, Tony Khan could extend his contract to say, well, you haven't worked this time, so I'm going to hold you to it. But uh, Meltzer said that he doesn't think that uh, Khan is going to be a dirty guy in this situation <laughs> if Brian wants to be finished. Uh, danielson obviously recently talked about the fact that he wants to kind of scale everything back as an in-ring performer by next August. Obviously, he's doing lots more backstage roles on uh, Collision, for example. Um, but I will say, and this is a purely selfish thing, and I think you might agree with me on this one. Obviously, danielson it was recently revealed, hes going to be out um, for the rest of the year with a broken orbital bone. So, technically, Brian, you said, I have one year left in the Brunner. I'm not counting the rest of this year because you're not wrestling, so I'm going to hold you to it. I'm going to hope that uh, he sticks around a little bit long because there's so, much, so many things I still want to see him do, Andy.
1: Yeah, I think uh, it, it would be a pretty... Uh... Tony Khan would being a li- be, he'd be being a little stinker, wouldn't he, if yeah. he added time on, if a guy just wants to step away and have more time with his family. Uh, that would be a bit of a, a rotten guy move. Uh, I wouldn't expect him to make that. Just for the most part, Tony Khan's pretty good with his talent. Like, he doesn't release people, uh, like, he doesn't let people go until the end of their contracts, aside from, like, like Jimmy Havoc stuff. Yeah. Um so like he, by all accounts, he looks after his talent pretty well. So I wouldn't expect him to do that.
2: Yeah, I think he won't hold him to it, but I also think, and we know about this with, with uh, Moxie when he was world champion, uh, they do have a good relationship in terms of talent saying, I have got a contract officially, but I'll do do the right thing here. And I think, yeah, Danielson said, all right, technically my contract expires at the end of uh, September, uh, 2024 even, um, but I actually really want to wrestle Probably big us. Bill. So can <laughs> I mean, uh, hey. you book me in the October the seventh, twenty twenty four episode of Dynamite? I would think they would be like yeah. If that's the last match you want to do, fine. Call
1: back to the classic WWE feud. Of course, the all when Brian Danielson when Daniel Bryan came back from injury after all those years, we were really yearning for that big cast match. Yeah, so, but big Bill kicks ass now. Yeah, so. yeah.
2: So. big big Bill Brian Danielson would kick ass. Back then, it was Daniel Bryan versus big ass, as
1: it said on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Putting his arm up to obscure the sea. Uh, I want as much Danielson as possible. I think he's the greatest wrestler working today. Um, but ultimately, I would rather he just makes a nice choice for him and his family. Yeah, so. and it's just such a shame he's going to miss out on the rest of the
2: Year, what with being injured now and uh, Dominic Mysterio just streaking away with it. No,
1: I was going to say, like, Tony D'Angelo is really going to catch up with him now, isn't he? Um, but yeah, hey, look, second call to the comments section. Let us know who you want to see Brian Danielson face down here before he goes. Uh, Speaking of people who might go, uh, oh, good places. Drew McIntyre. We know like his contract is a whole saga. We've spoken about him a bunch. Originally, it was reported that his deal was going to expire in like It was either late this year or super mm-hmm. early next year, but he's been injured, so time's been added on. It's a bit of a different circumstance to where Brian's like, I'm old, I want to be at home. Uh, it's a bit of a different situation. Uh, WWE have added I'm old a bit. and I'm
2: tired, and I want to go home and play with my children.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Fightful Select have uh, have come through with an update, basically. They've not agreed to anything yet. Um, with regards to Drew in a WWE extension, it's revealed that he currently has less than five months left on his deal, so he could feasibly be out of WWE by WrestleMania 40, um, is the situation with him. The two sides have not come to terms despite online rumors Probably from one of those BS accounts that just make stuff he up. Just tweets and everything. Hey, I'm wrestle Burke, and I, <laughs> exclusively reveal with poor capitalization yeah. and typos and just. My friend Scottish Gary told me, <laughs> OKai, he's re-signed. OKai the new. Uh, I am a. O-Kai coo- the Drew. Oh, there you go. There's a, a juice loose about the hoose. That's going to be his first feud in AEW <laughs> if he goes there. Move heaven um, and earth, we have an WWE to keep
2: him, if if if, if, if you ask yeah. me. Team um, you know, ass. Especially, especially with this heel turn, I think, you know, yes, there's an argument to be made. You could just have him turn heel, have to say Crown Jewel, have a lovely run, and then put someone over on the road to WrestleMania. But that's like what five months, like you said, ages. I, I, I think there's so much more he can do in yeah. this and
1: this company. I think he'd be great anywhere. I would like to see him somewhere new. It'd be fun like, to see him in AEW. Yeah. It'd be fun to see him anywhere. Like I think. Like this new version of him has done wonders to like revitalize interest and stuff in him Uh, And we've been calling for something like this heelish run for ages and ages but I would, ju- I just, I like people jumping shit, man. Like I like Jade going to WWE. It's fresh, it's yeah. just exciting. And Drew's been in WWE now since what, 2017? He came back. Before mm-hmm. that, he was obviously associated until he got released, uh, and he killed it on the indies and came back. Um, I'd love to see him like go to Japan or something weird. I want to see him in Ooh. CMLL. Why the heck not? Why the heck not?
2: Yeah, but um, where would you like to see him? Would it be in AE Double Drew? Let us know in the comments. Okay. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> A10 Dan Under. Grayson Waller and uh, Austin Theory. Thank you, lad. Uh, I think they've been doing great <laughs> stuff on SmackDown, and uh, well, according to a report from uh, Sean Rossap on Fightful, select WWE kind of agrees. Higher ups, I uh, think they are very much high upside wrestlers. Um, very uh, high potential, is what Sap says. Um, Waller, in particular, is seen as very easy to do business with, is a good listener with buzz generating capabilities when necessary. Uh, he's also done stuff with Taylor Swift's fan base recently. We've
1: seen that buzz generation in action right there, haven't we? Yep. Yeah. What's he up
2: to? <laughs> and uh, WBC's theory in a role similar to Baron Corbin's, where he can take the heat for returning wrestlers without impacting his own booking too much. Like, like I said, I, I really like the pairing of these two, our souls. I mean, granted, they did both get simultaneously punched by Kevin Owens on SmackDown this week, or yeah. last week. Um, but, yeah, I think they should do big things with them. And I, I I, feel like, Andy, someone should talk about something that they should be done with this team before the end of the year, and maybe we do, like, a 10-point list about it.
1: Yeah, maybe that'll be out tomorrow at 7.45pm uh, UK time. Uh, I can't remember the Eastern time, because... The, oh yeah the time difference is
2: weird yeah, it arose on at midnight last night yeah, I mean I still didn't watch it but it was on at midnight yeah, last why night why would you stay
1: until three in the morning it's psycho behaviour my Halpern guess Harper. who's trying guess who's going to do it psycho Mike um, <laughs> <laughs> big Mike uh, right what was I trying to say uh, actually you know what I think that the Baron Corbin comparison for Austin Phoebe is kind of perfect yeah. Right? like I don't think Austin Theory like, has the that a lot of people think he's going to be this all time megastar I don't see that uh-huh. but as like just like an annoying heel agitator who puts people over and is a pretty solid worker that's kind of perfect mm-hmm. for him like there's a role for that in WWE and Baron Corbin's been really good at it over the years I think I definitely think Grayson Waller has more potential he's more annoying uh, it, he feels more authentically annoying as well so like when he goes on, on Twitter and what was it he said about Taylor Swift she's a 6 or something like that and then he got Maybe, like, I didn't know yeah, he went completely nuts, man. And look, you'd never want to incite the Swifties. Never, never. Oh, no. They are hopelessly dedicated uh to Taylor Swift. Uh who became a billionaire at the weekend, I believe, cuz their tour was so successful. That'd be nice. Yeah, fair play. Shout outs to her. Uh, what's your favorite version of Bad Blood? The OG or the Kendrick Lamar version, Kendrick? Yeah, me too. It's just heavier. Yeah. yeah. It's I will say I did watch uh, Miss Americana, the documentary thing. Uh, but, <laughs> is it? Oh, they're going to come for me now. Yeah, it was garbage. Um, but I, uh, when I used to work in the radio,
2: I uh, made the mistake of comparing one boy band to One Direction, and
1: pretty much got death threats. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, that's like if you think wrestling fans are crazy, pop music is a completely different ball game, <laughs> it's brother. A, it's <laughs> a
2: piece of piss compared to yeah.
1: in the music industry. Yeah, we did listen to uh, like I'm not a pop music guy or whatever, but like we we drop when we drive home to Aberdeen, we put like. I put an album on, Rebecca, my partner puts an album on, and we had a Taylor Swift on, and I was like, okay, I get it, I see it. Grayson Waller, leave the Swifties alone. Just, uh, hey, whoa, well, there you go. That's it. He just showed Best me a mate. picture of him in Danzig. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> right, let's move over to your
2: questions. At what culture? WWE, of course, you want to get in touch with us. Uh, first question today comes from Sahil Dianand. Sorry if I've got your name wrong or pronounced it badly there, Sahil. Uh, Sahil even. (laughs) Do you think that Damian Priest will win the World Heavyweight Championship at Crown Jewel via cash-in? And also, do you think he'll hold it till Mania with Mm. LA Knight taking the title away from Priest? Love from South Africa. Thank you, Sahil.
1: Yeah, I think there's all kinds of interesting possibilities when it comes to uh, Mr. Money in the Bank and LA Knight, whether together or apart. Uh, I think that Priest should win it very soon. I think that the Seth Rollins injured back is struggling to make it. Story is uh, pretty solid and a pretty good way to transition it over. Should he do it on Crown jewel or an episode of raw i will tell you my thoughts on when he should use it on the video the 10 things wwe must do before 2024 coming out tomorrow so i'm not going to give that away but i think he'd be a very fitting successor and i think him versus ellie knight be a yeah. hot match for wrestlemania yeah i like that for
2: mania um and i think he is going to cash in uh, this weekend to be perfectly honest but for an extended preview of our thoughts on crown jewel uh check out me and Hamlet talking about it on friday
1: friday the rebecca black there you go. Remember her?
2: Eddie Zamari says, Hey guys, so Nakamura keeps saying he wants his opponent to, to be revealed. What if Open Challenger Survivor
1: Series, CM Punk. bunk! Or Randy Orton.
2: <laughs>
1: I could see Randy Orton more than yeah. CM Punk. I don't get the impression that CM Punk for Survivor Series is a thing. I, I do believe the reports that have come out about WWE not wanting to set expectations and just completely pouring cold water on this stuff. Don't get me wrong, the content would be popping and I wanted to happen. <laughs> uh, but I, I believe that CM Punk is quite preoccupied with taking care of Larry after Larry. Uh, Larry's been work he's been shooting hard, man. Yeah. He's torn his little dog ACL. Go, go on, Larry. Get through it. Or in one hundred percent, like it's been reported that he's about a month away. That would kind of add up it's a huge pop, yeah. Yeah, Huge bib. <laughs> so yeah, okay, I can do the gimmicks. I'm good. Uh, yeah, that'll be good.
2: Yeah, uh, I, no offense to Nakamura. I don't think they'd use CM Punk for that storyline. If I'm honest, Nakamura more like Wakamura. <laughs> but- suck I'm joking. I, I like. I'm into a Randy Orton return there, and uh, obviously the whole CM Punk not uh, returning at Survivor Series is a complete work. Uh, he's going to be showing up, so tune in. And if you're going, uh, expect him to be there. And, and if, if he's not, not smash yeah. the place up. If you're not uh, going, don't do that, obviously. If you're not
1: going, what's the live stream? Right here. Who's going to who's going to do it though? Ah, I don't know who's going to do that. We'll find out.
2: I will tell you what, if I wasn't doing that, I'd be pretty jelly. Well, I'm
1: going to do it with uh, who, who's me and Michael Sidgwick. We're going to oh. do it. Biggest marks in the game. That could be Hell that. Yeah. I'd pay to see that.
2: I would. through <laughs> Survivor Series. Oh boy. Man, the Survivor Series looks pretty great this yeah? year, to be honest. Fired That's up. Awesome. Uh, Jarhead Judas says, potentially hot take idea. WWE should reinstate the King of the Ring and use it to solidify, not that he truly needs it, but stay with me. Gunther as the next dominant world heavyweight champion. Double down, make it a single night tourney again. Mm. I love King of the
1: Ring, man. Yeah, there's, there's been a lot of. Talk about King of the Ring coming back and various formats and stuff over the past year or so. It's not yet come to fruition. I'm a King of the Ring person as well. Like, that was uh, very prominent when I was a youngin, getting involved in pro wrestling. uh, So I have a lot of affection and affinity for it. Not just for the classics, the early 90s and all this stuff and then Steve Austin and whatever, whatever. But even stupid things like Rikishi jumping off the top of a cage in the tournament. (laughs) and Things like that. So, yeah, I'd 100% run it and Gunther would be a leading contender to win
2: it for sure. Did Taker beat the crap out of DDP at King of the Ring? I think he did. When he was stalking his Zara.
1: He probably shouldn't have done some stalking, there.
2: Yeah. Silly Dallas. Probably should have done some better booking, let's be perfectly honest. <laughs> uh, and yeah, what do you reckon to King of Das Ring
1: in in Berlin Ooh. on one night? King. What about King of daring Ring <laughs> and someone cool wins it? Like... Otis. Oh, that's <laughs> oh who's, a
2: big jump from AW. Who's
1: coming in? Who's the kid? Oh, wow. Well, okay. Someone's taking the bump. Dan <laughs> ah, Sorry, we said someone it, cool. It I've is got, Halloween. Yeah, someone
2: you said someone cool, and I've got Nick Jackson. So. Oh, yeah. I love Dan Housen, man. Yeah, happy Halloween. Um, but yes, yeah. I, I like the idea of uh, Gunther being a very dominant world champion, but he's already doing amazing things with the Intercontinental Championship. And you can do amazing things as well if you just click on this video. <laughs> Oh, Happy Halloween! Get sliced.